Hello and welcome back to Six to See. I'm back with a new episode and this time there are a lot of amazing movies and series that were released. So not like last week. Besides the six movies and series you should really see, I have some other ones as well that are worth talking about. So there's a lot more than just the six. This week we have series like DMZ and We Crashed and movies like Deepwater and Windfall with also some great new trailers as well that we got and I'll also talk some more about the film festival of Ostend that ended last weekend and about two other award shows that happened last weekend as well. But that is for later in the episode because of course I start with the 6 to see of this week. And I'm starting the 6 to see at 1 with the new mini-series DMZ, which stands for Demetrialized Zone. It's a new dystopian mini-series based on the comic book series of the same name by Brian Wood and Ricardo Borcelli. It's created by Roberto Patino and directed and executive produced by Eva Devorni. It stars Rosario Dawson in the lead role of Alma Ortega, an NYC medic who becomes a symbol of hope in a dematerialized Manhattan island while trying to find her lost son during the Second American Civil War. Also starring in the series are Hoon Lee, Freddie Meares, Jordan Preston Carter, Venice Ariel, Mandela Jahava and Benjamin Brett. DMZ premiered on HBO Max this Thursday, March 17, with a portion of the series that was also premiering at SXSW earlier this week at South by Southwest. And now it premiered on HBO Max with a new episode releasing weekly. And do we have another amazing series, We Crashed. It's a new drama miniseries based on the podcast We Crashed, The Rise and Fall of Rework by Wondery. The series stars Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway in the lead roles as Adam and Rebecca Newman. Also starring in the series are Carl Marvin, America Ferreira, O.T. Fagbell, Theo Stockman and Steven Boyer. In the series we follow the rise and fall of Rework, one of the world's most valuable startups and the narcissist whose chaotic love made it all possible. Request premiered on Apple TV Plus this Friday, March 18, with also of this series a portion that was shown at Soul by Southwest last weekend on March 12. So Request is now on Apple TV Plus. And at 3 we have the new adult animated series Human Resources. It's in the world of Big Mode, so if you're a fan of that show you will also love this one, the spin-off series of Big Mode. With all the monsters we got to see in the series that is back. From the hormone monsters and same wizards to the logic rocks and love bugs. They're all in this new spin-off series. Voicing in the series are A.D. Bryant, Kiki Palmer, Randall Park, Brandon Carl Goodman, David Dowlis, Maya Rudolph and Nick Kroll. So if you're a fan of Big Mouth, you will also love this one. Human Resources was released on Netflix this Friday, March 18. Besides series, there's also of course new movies that were released and at 4 we have one. It's Deepwater, a new erotic psychological thriller movie directed by Adrian Lyne based on the 1957 novel of the same name by Patricia Highsmith. 
from a screenplay by Zach Helm and Sam Levinson. The movie stars Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas in the lead roles with Tracy Letts, Lilville Horry, Des Mihok, Finn Wittrock, Kristen Connolly, Jacob Elordi and Rachel Blassard appearing in supporting roles. It marks Adrian Lane's return to filmmaking after 20 year absence since his last movie, Unfaithful. It follows a married couple who have fallen out of love with each other and begin playing deadly mind games against one another that begin seeing those around them dying. Deep Water was released on Hulu this Friday, March 18, after being delayed several times due to the pandemic. At 5 we have another new movie, Windfall. It's a new hit cooking thriller movie from writer-director Charlie McDowell. It stars Lily Collins, Jesse Plemons and Jason Segel and follows a man who breaks into a tech billionaire's empty vacation home. Things will go sideways when the arrogant muggle and his wife arrive for a last minute getaway. So it's gonna be thrilling and will leave you at the edge of your seat. Windfall was released on Netflix this Friday, March 18. And I'm ending the 6 to see at 6 with one other series. It's Minx, a new comedy series created and written by Ellen Rappaport and starring Ophelia Lovibond in the lead role, alongside Jake Johnson, Idara Victor, Oscar Montoya, Jessica Lowe, Taylor Zucker Perez, Lennon Parham, Michael Angarono and Gillian Jacobs. Set in the 1970s, we follow a young feminist from LA who joins forces with a low-rent publisher to create the first women's erotic magazine. Minx premiered on HBO Max this Thursday, March 17. So these are the 6 to see of this week. Later in the episode there are some other movies and series as well that were released this week that are worth to see and to talk about. But first I'm going to talk about the new trailers that were released this week with some amazing ones in it as well. I'm starting with the new trailer for upcoming movies. I'm starting with the new final trailer we got for Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog. This action-adventure comedy movie is directed by Jeff Fowler and written by Pat Casey, Josh Miller and John Whittington. It's based on the video game franchise published by Sega and stars Ben Schwartz returning as the voice of Sonic with the rest of the cast and consisting of James Marsden, Tika Sumter, Natasha Rothwell, Adam Pally, Samar Moore, Idris Elba and Jim Carrey. The movie follows Sonic and Tails as well, voiced by Colin Osegnesi, as they try to prevent Dr. Eggman and Knuckles the Echidna from finding the Master Emerald. Sonic the Hedgehog is releasing in theaters April 8th, and there's also already a third movie and a spin-off series focusing on Knuckles that are in development. Got a new trailer for The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, a new action comedy movie directed by Tom Cormican, who co-wrote the screenplay with Kevin Etten. It stars Nicolas Cage as a fictionalized version of himself, along with a supporting cast of Pedro Pascal, Seren Horgan, Ike Boringholtz, Neil Patrick Harris and Tiffany Haddish. We follow Nick Cage, playing a fictionalized version of herself, who accepts a $1 million offer to attend the birthday of a Mexican billionaire superfan. 
When things take a wild turn, Nick is forced to become a version of some of his most iconic and beloved characters in order to free his wife and daughter from the fan who is a notorious drug lord. The unbearable weight of massive talent is releasing in theaters April 22nd. We also got the new trailer for Memory, a new action thriller movie directed by Martin Campbell from a screenplay by Dario Scadapane. It's based on the novel The Zaak Alzheimer by Jeff Gerards and is a remake of the novel's previous adaptation, the Belgian movie The Alzheimer Case from Eric van Looy. The movie stars Liam Neeson, Guy Pearce, Monica Bellucci, Harold Torres, Taj Atwal and Ray Fearon. It follows a former hitman who agrees to do a last killing despite his recently developed Alzheimer's disease. Memory is releasing in theaters April 29. We also got a new trailer for The Takedown, a new action comedy movie starring Omar Sy and Laurent Lafitte in the lead roles as two cops with very different styles who used to work together and reunite years later to investigate a case bigger than what they think it is. The movie is directed by Louis Letterier, who is teaming up again with Omar Sy after directing the series Lupin, which was a big success on Netflix. And now they're back together for this new movie. The takedown is coming to Netflix May 6. And then there's one last new movie we got a new trailer for, with the cast that was also announced this week. It's Puss and Boots 2. The sequel to Puss in Boots from 2011. Before the trailer was released early this week, some cast members have also been announced. Selma Hayek is reprising her role from the first movie as Kitty Softpaws, just like Antonia Banderas, who is also returning as the titular role. They will be joined by Harvey Gullen, who will play Pero, Kitty, and Puss Cannon Associate. Also joining the cast are Florence Brook, Olivia Coleman, Wagner Moura, Ray Winstone, John Mulaney, Devine Joe Randolph, Anthony Mendes and Samson Cayo. The sequel is titled The Last Wish and settled to release later this year on September 23rd. So these are the new trailers for upcoming movies, but we also have some upcoming series that we got a new trailer for. Like a new trailer for Hello, the new series based on the video game franchise of the same name. This military science fiction series is developed by Kyle Killen and Stephen Kane and stars Pablo Schreiber, Natasha McCallhone, Charlie Murphy, Jen Taylor, Sabana Azmi, Bakim Woodbine, Kate Kennedy, Natasha Kolzak, Jerin Ha and Bentley Kalu. The series will focus on the 26th century war between the United Nations Space Command and the Alien Covenant. Hello, the series is premiering on Paramount Plus next week on March 24. Got a new trailer for Tokyo Vice, a new drama series based on the 2009 book of the same name by Jake Edelstein. It stars Ansel Elgort, Ken Watanabe, Rachel Keller, Ella Rumpf and Rinko Kikuchi. Set in the late 1990s, we follow American journalist Jake Edelstein who relocates to Tokyo to join the staff of a major Japanese newspaper as their first foreign-born reporter. Taken under the ring of a veteran detective in the Vice Squad, he starts to explore the dark and dangerous world of the Japanese Yakuza. Fun fact, it's a true event. So, it's all true what's gonna, what you're gonna see in the series. Tokyo Vice is premiering on HBO Max April 7. 
We also got a new trailer for Anatomy of a Scandal, a new British anthology drama series developed by David E. Kelly and Melissa James Gibson. It's based on a novel of the same name by Sarah Vonnen and stars Sienna Miller, Michelle Dockery, Rupert Friend and Naomi Scott. The series will illustrate various scandals within the elite class of the UK. Anatomy of a Scandal, which consists of 6 episodes, is premiering on Netflix April 15. Another series premiering on that day is Swimming with Source, which we got a new trailer for. It's a new psychological thriller drama series created and written by Kathleen Robertson. It stars Diane Kruger, Kenan Sipka, Donald Sutherland, Thomas Decker, Finn Jones, Erika Alexander, Ross Butler and Gerardo Selasco. In the series we follow Lou, a newly hired intern slash assistant, who will turn the tables on an abusive studio head boss. Swimming with Sharks is releasing on the Roku channel April 15. We also got a first little teaser for season 2 of The Flight Attendant, the second season of the comedy drama Mystery Thriller series. It's based on the 2018 novel of the same name by Chris Bonjalion, and Kiri Kuoko is back as flight attendant Cassie Bowden in the series. Now she's living in LA and is trying to stay sober. But that isn't as easy as it seems. It might be in a new city, but there will be even more secrets. And she will be witnessing another murder, and this time as a CIA operative. She will be trying to solve the crime. Also back for this second season are Soja Mamet, Rosie Perez, Theor Knight, Griffin Matthews, Michelle Gomez and Dennis Agdenis. They're also joined by some new cast members like Mo McRae, Kenny Hernandez, Joseph Julian Soria, Mae Martin, Margaret Cho and Saren Stone. With the teaser, there was also the release date that was announced for this second season, with season 2 of The Flying Attendant releasing on HBO Max April 15. We got a new teaser trailer for Heartstopper, a new British coming-of-age series based on the webcomic and graphic novel of the same name by Alice Osman. It stars an ensemble cast including Joe Locke, Kit Connor, Corinna Brown, Sebastian Croft, Toby Donovan, William Gao and Jasmine Finney. In the series which is about love, life and everything in between, we follow teens Charlie and Nick who discover that their unlikely friendship might be something more as they navigate school and young love. Heartstopper is coming to Netflix April 22nd. Got a new trailer for We Own This City. A new mini-series based on a non-fiction book of the same name by Baltimore Sun reporter Justin Fenton. Like the book, the mini-series details the rise and fall of the Baltimore Police Department's gun trace task force and the corruption surrounding it. The mini-series was created and written by David Simon and George Pelicanos and directed by Rinaldo Marcus Green. Starring in the series is an ensemble cast including John Berthold, Wunmi Mosaku, Jamie Hector, Daryl Britt Gibson, Josh Strauss, Rob Brown, Don Harvey, McKinley Belcher III and Dagmara Dominsic. It's also a true story. It's all true what you're gonna see in the series so that makes it even crazier. We Own This City, which consists of 6 episodes, is premiering on HBO Max April 20. And Mike Myers is back with a new comedy miniseries. We got a new teaser for it, The Pentaverate. 
He's also starring in it, playing several characters, and it's a spin-off of Mike Myers' 1993 romantic black comedy movie, So I Married an Ex-Murderer. Also starring in the series are Ken Young, Keegan-Michael Key, Debbie Mazar, Richard McCabe, Jennifer Saunders, and Lydia West. The Pentavert, which consists of six episodes, is releasing on Netflix May 5th. We got a new trailer for The Time Traveler's Wife, a new science fiction romantic drama series based on a novel of the same name by Audrey Neffenegger. It stars Theo James and Rose Leslie in the lead roles, along with Desmond Borch, Natasha Lopez, Michael Park, Jimmy Ray Newman, Kate Siegel, Joss Stanberg, and Will Brill. The series tells a love story that follows the marriage of Claire and Henry, which is complicated by time travel. This is the second adaption of the book with a movie that was already made in 2009 and now it's a series that was made. The Time Traveler's Wife is coming to HBO Max this May. And we finally got a new teaser trailer for The Boys Season 3, the third season of the superhero series developed by Eric Kripke and based on a comic book of the same name by Garrett Ennis and Derek Robertson. It follows the eponymous team of vigilantes as they combat superpowered individuals who abuse their abilities. The series stars an ensemble cast that includes Carl Urban, Jack Quad, Las Alonso, Tamar Capon, and Karen Fukuhara as the vigilantes, and Anthony Starr, Erin Moriarty, Dominic McCulligot, Chase Crawford, Jesse T. Usher, and Nathan Mitchell as members of The Seven, an official superhero group run by the conglomerate Vault International, who are solo celebrity figures prone to doing horrendous things in secret. The first two seasons were already crazy, and this third one will be even crazier. This month there was already the spin-off series Diabolical that was released, and now we can also look forward to this third season of The Boys, which is premiering on Amazon Prime Video June 3rd. And then there's one last new trailer that we got for the upcoming Marvel miniseries. Miss Marvel. It's based on the Marvel Comics character Kamala Khan aka Miss Marvel and is created by Pisa K. Ali who wrote the series with Belgian duo Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala who are directing the series. Iman Velani stars as Kamala Khan aka Miss Marvel with Aramis Knight, Sagan Sack, Rissa, Zenobia Shroff, Mohan Kapoor and Matt Lins also starring. Miss Marvel follows the story of Kamala Khan who and how she became the superhero. It's premiering on Disney Plus June 8th and will consist of 6 episodes and it will be part of phase 4 of the MCU with also serving as a setup for the movie The Marvels from 2023 that is coming in next year and which Iman Velani will reprise her role as Kamala Khan along with additional cast members from the series. I really look forward to this series, so it's a little more, more time to wait. First we have Moon Knight that is coming soon and this Miss Marvel. These were the new trailers of this week. Now it's time for some movies and series news and I'm starting with the Belgian news with film festival Ostend. It ended last weekend and that with the Ensors, the Belgian Oscars actually. The big winner there was the movie Dealer, it won 9 answers including Best Movie, Best Directing for a Movie, Best Screenplay for a Movie, Best Supporting Actor in a Movie for Bart Hollandis, 
and Best Makeup. This directorial debut of Jeroen Percival also won the Audience Award. This was the big winner at the movie side, but at the series side there was also two big winners, Grond and Bosizur 2. Both won three answers. Adil El Arbi, Bilal Fala and Mathieu Mortemans from Grond won the answers for best series, best screenplay for a series and best actor in a series for Yasin Watch. And Bosizur 2, the second season of Bosizur won best directing for a series for Kat Bills and Natalie Bastains, best edit and best costume. The movie Cool Abdul won the award for best actor in a movie while the series Red Light took home the award for best supporting role in a series. Besides the answers there was also the Jamies that happened last week on Wednesday during the film festival. These awards are the ones for best online video makers. They are awarded to the best videos, TikToks, everything that's online. And the big winner of that night was Acid, who won the Audience Award and Best Video of the Year. Also receiving an award that day are Beverage Rob, Super Content, Martijn Peters, Just Jade, Nisuru, Lilka, Juno Vertongen and Milan Kols. This was my first time being at the show in the audience and I really loved it. I really look forward to next year because it was an amazing time I had. It was also an amazing edition of Film Festival Ostend. It was my first time as a journalist. Normally I always go just as a movie fan. But this time it was my first time as a journalist. I saw several amazing movies and also spoke with some great actors like Michel Farley, Bully Laner, Vedja van Hoed, Sin Ehurs and also the young but very talented Noir. So I'm already excited for next year's edition. Hopefully it's gonna be as good as this one. Now it's time for some other movies and series news that was announced. There are some little news about Netflix, like new release dates for several series that have been announced. We have the release date for season 3 of The Umbrella Academy that has been announced with a little teaser. It's an amazing show that I really look forward to and now I know when it's coming. And that is June 22nd. That's when the third season of The Umbrella Academy is coming on Netflix. There's also the release date for season 5 of Elite that was announced with a little teaser. It's coming to Netflix April 8th. And also coming to Netflix is a live action series of Resident Evil. And the release date for this has also been announced. It's coming to Netflix on July 14th. Another little news item about Netflix, there's a new series coming from Kung Fu Panda and Jack Black is returning as Poe. The series titled Kung Fu Panda The Dragon Knight is coming to Netflix soon. And there's also some other news like news about Son Levy and Ryan Reynolds. Last week the amazing movie The Adam Project was released with the two of them and now they will work together again for the third Deadpool movie. This will be the third time the two work together on a movie because the first one they did together was Free Guy which was released last year. And some more news about Marvel was announced as well. We already knew that Dakota Johnson was gonna star in the new movie Madame Webb. And now another name was announced who will join her. It's Euphoria star Sydney Sweeney who will co-star in a Marvel movie alongside Dakota Johnson. Which character she will play is not known yet. And before I start to talk about the other award shows that happened last weekend, there's one other news item I want to talk about. It's about Walker. 
Catherine McNamara will star in a new prequel and origin story of Walker alongside Matt Barr. Titled Walker Independence, she will star as Abby Walker, an affluent Bostonian whose husband is murdered before eyes while on their journey out west. On her quest for revenge, she crosses paths with Hoyt Rollins and together they will go to Independence, Texas where they will encounter a lot of people and problems. They will struggle with the changing world around them while becoming agents of change in a town where nothing is what it seems. The series will be set in the late 1800s and is a Walker origin story. Jared Padalecki, who plays Walker in the series right now, will executive produce this one. Now it's time for the other two award shows that happened last weekend. There was the Ensoys, of course, which I already talked about, but this weekend there were also the BAFTAs in the UK and the Critics' Choice Awards in the US. At the Critics' Choice Awards, the big winner was The Power of the Dog, winning four of them. Jane Campion took home the award for Best Director, while the movie also won Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Cinematography and the big prize of the night, Best Picture. But at the BAFTAs, the movie was also one of the big winners. It won the award for Best Movie, which is the biggest prize to win, while Jane Campion also won Best Director here. Dune was also a big winner, taking home 5 BAFTAs. The movie from Denis Villeneuve won the award for Best Original Score, Best Cinematography, Best Production Design, Best Sound and Best Special Visual Effects. Liquid Pizza won the award for Best Original Screenplay, while Coda took home Best Adapted Screenplay. George Kotzer also won the award for Best Supporting Actor for his role in Coda, and Best Supporting Actress was for Anya de Boast for her role in West Side Story. Best Actor was for Will Smith and Best Actress for Ioana Scriblin. And Santo won Best Animated Movie, Drive My Car took home Best International Movie and the Best British Movie was for Belfast. Also won an award is No Time To Die for Best Editing, Cruella for Best Costume Design and The Eyes of Tammy Faye for Best Makeup and Hair. One award was Fan Voted, the EE Rising Star Award which was won by Lashana Lynch who you can see in no time to die. These are the winners for the BAFTAs, the British Film Awards. Uh, but there was also the Critics' Choice Awards, of course. I already said that The Power of the Dog was a big winner at the Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, but it was not the only movie to win awards, of course. I'm starting with the movie section, because there's movie and TV. Best Actor was for Will Smith, while Jessica Chastain won Best Actress. In the categories of supporting roles, there were no surprises, with Troy Kutzer and Ariana DeBose winning the awards, just like they did at the BAFTAs. And Best Original Screenplay was for Belfast, while Wild Side Story won Best Editing. And just like at the BAFTAs, Best Costume Design was for Cruella and Best Hair and Makeup for The Eyes of Demi Faye. Dune also took home several awards for the more technical stuff like Best Production Design, Best Visual Effects and Best Score. Best Song was for Billie Eilish for her song No Time To Die, which she made for the James Bond movie of the same name. Licorice Pizza won Best Comedy, Best Animated Movie was for The Mitchells vs. The Machines and Drive My Car won Best Foreign Language Movie. At the side of the series, there are two series that were big winners, Succession and Ted Lasso. 
that Lasso led the way with four awards, winning in every category for which it was nominated, including Best Comedy Series, Best Actor in a Comedy Series, Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series, and Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. Succession took home three awards, including Best Drama Series, Best Supporting Actor in a Drama Series, and Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series. Best Actor in a Drama Series was for Lee Jung-jae for his role at Squid Game, while Melanie Linsky won Best Actress in a Drama Series for her role in Yellow Jackets. Best Actress in a Comedy Series was for Jane Smart for her role in Hacks, while Michael Keaton won Best Actor in a Limited Series. And Mayor of Easttown took home the award for Best Limited Series, with Kate Winslet also winning the award for Best Actress in a Limited Series. Best Supporting Actor and Best Supporting Actress in a Limited Series were both for Murray Bartley and Jennifer Coolidge for their roles in The White Lotus. And Squid Game also won the award for Best Foreign Language Series, while Marvel won Best Animated Series with What If. So these are the winners of the BAFTAs, the British Film and TV Awards, and the Critics' Choice Awards. There are some other award shows that are coming up to look forward to, like the Oscars, of course, the Academy Awards. So these are the next ones to look forward to, especially with Kristen Stewart also having her first nomination for an Oscar. So fingers crossed that she wins. I really hope so. Before I give you some other movies and series that were released this week, there's one other thing I do, of course, and it's the throwback of this week. And this week, it's about an amazing movie that was released exactly 50 years ago. It's still one of the biggest and most popular movies there is, and I saw it myself not that long ago, actually. I'm talking about the classic, The Godfather. This epic crime gangster movie is directed by Francis Ford Coppola, who co-wrote the screenplay with Mario Puzo, and it's based on Mario Puzo's best-selling novel of the same name. The movie stars Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, James Caan, Richard Castellano, Robert Duvall, Sterling Hayden, John Marley, Richard Conte, and Diane Keaton. It's the first installment of the Godfather trilogy, with the second one releasing in 1974 and the third one in 1990. They were not as good as the first one, but if you want to know the whole story, it's better to see all three of them. But if you really have to choose one to see, it's the first one you have to see, because the first one is the best one. The story, spanning from 1945 to 1955, chronicles the Corleone family under patriarch Vito Corleone, focusing on the transformation of his youngest son, Michael Corleone, from a reluctant family outsider to a ruthless mafia boss. The movie was the highest crossing film in 1972 and at the Oscars in 1973 it won several awards. It won Best Picture, Best Actor and Best Adapted Screenplay. In addition, the movie was also nominated for seven other Oscars including Al Pacino, James Caan and Robert Duvall for Best Supporting Actor and Coppola for Best Director. Other awards the movie won are Golden Globes, BAFTAs and even a Grammy Award for the music used in the movie. Since its release, The Godfather has been named as one of the greatest and most influential films ever made, especially in the gangster genre. And it's still big now because next month there is a new biographical drama miniseries releasing which is about the development and production of the movie. In the series titled The Offer, we will see how the movie was made. It's written by Michael Tolkien and directed by Dexter Fletcher and stars 
Miles Teller, Matthew Good, Giovanni Ribisi, Colin Hanks, Dan Fogler, Juno Temple and Burn Gorman. The offer is premiering on Paramount Plus on April 28, but for now, while we wait for the series, you can watch The Godfather again if you want, because it's a real classic movie you must see. Besides the six to see, there are some other amazing movies and also one other series that were released this week that are worth to see. So here are some other movies and series besides the six to see. There's Cheaper by the Dozen, a new family comedy movie which is a remake of the 1950 film of the same name and the one also from 2003 that was made which was also a remake of the original movie. Now it made one again and it's inspired by the real life Gilbert family and the semi-autobiographical account of his lives as written in the 1948 novel Cheaper by the Dozen by Frank Bunker Gilbert Jr. and his sister Ernestine Gilbert Carey. The movie is directed by Gail Lerner with a script co-written by Kenya Barris and Jennifer Rice Gunsuk Henry. In the previous movies we followed a couple who had 12 kids together while this time there's 10 of them. The mom is played by Gabriel Union and the dad is played by Zach Braff. The two parents live with their many children from their previous marriages and manage a family business in New Jersey. Jeeper by the Dozen was released on Disney Plus this Friday, March 18. Then there's The Outfit, a new crime drama movie directed by Graham Moore in his directorial debut from a screenplay by Graham Moore and Jonathan McClane. The movie stars Mark Rylance, Zoe Dutch, Dylan O'Brien and Johnny Flynn and follows Leonard, an English tailor who used to craft suits on London's world-famous Savile Row. After a personal tragedy, he finds himself in Chicago operating a small tailor shop in a rough part of town where he makes beautiful clothes for the only people around who can afford them. A family of vicious gangsters. The outfit was released in theaters this Friday, March 18. Another new movie is Master. It's a thrill movie written and directed by Mariama Diallo in her directorial debut. It stars Regina Hall, Zoe Renee, Ella Hunt, Talia Ryder, Talia Balsam, Bruce Altman and Amber Gray. We follow three women who strive to find their place at an elite Northeastern University as old as the country. When anonymous racist attacks target a black freshman who insists she is being haunted by ghosts of the school's past, each woman must determine where the real menace lies. Master premiered at the Sundance Film Festival last year and was also shown at SXSW this week. And now it was also released globally on Amazon Prime Video and in select theaters this Friday, March 18. If you're more into supernatural horror movies, there's Uma, written and directed by Iris Case Jim, with Sam Raimi serving as a producer on the movie. It stars Sandra Oh, Fivel Stewart, Dermot Mulroney, Odea Rush, Miwa Alana Lee and Tommy Yee. In the movie we follow Amanda, a Korean immigrant who lives on a rural farm with her daughter raising bees and living without modern technology. When she receives the cremated ashes of her estranged mother, it unleashes a vicious spirit intent on taking her body for itself. Uma was released in theaters this Friday, March 18. There's also Alice, a new thriller movie written and directed by Kristen Verlinden. 
in her directorial debut. It stars Kiki Palmer, Johnny Lee Miller, Common, Gaius Charles and Alicia Witt. It follows Alice, a woman who is enslaved on a 19th century plantation in Georgia. Attempting to escape, she realizes it's actually 1973 and meets a truck driver who helps her adjust to the time period. She persuades him to go back with her to the plantation so that she can exact revenge on her cruel former owner. Alice premiered at the Sundance Film Festival last month and was released in theaters this Friday, March 18. Then there's one other new movie that released in theaters this Friday. It's X, a new erotic slasher movie written, directed, produced and edited by The West. It stars Mia Gott, Jenna Ortega, Martin Henderson, Brittany Snow, Owen Campbell, Stephen Orr and Scott Muscudi. We follow a film crew who arrives at a secluded farmhouse in Texas to shoot a pornographic film. The leering interest of their host, a reclusive elderly couple, will turn violent as night falls. X had its world premiere at South by Southwest earlier this week and was released in theaters in the US this Friday, March 18. Then there's also one other movie that was released this week that I want to talk about. It's Life and Pet, a new comedy series starring Amy Schumer and Michael Cera in the lead roles. Amy Schumer also wrote, directed and executive produced the series. It follows Beth, whose life looks pretty great on paper. Impressive to everyone she grew up with, she makes a good living as a wine distributor. She's also in a long-term relationship with an attractive, successful guy and lives in Manhattan. But when a sudden incident forces her to engage with her past, her life changes forever. Through flashbacks to her teen self, Beth starts to learn how she became who she is and who she wants to become. We go on her journey towards building a bigger, bolder and more authentic life. Also starring in the series are Susanna Flood, Violet Young, Kevin Kane, Yamaneka Saunders, Laura Benanti, Larry Owens, Michael Rappaport, Resident Walker and Lavar Walker. Life and Bad was released on Hulu this Friday, March 8th. So this was this week's episode, thank you for listening, I hope you will enjoy some of the movies and series I talked about, I will be for sure. Next week a new episode of course of 6 to see with 6 new movies and series to see.